Hello, ladies. Welcome to another episode. This is going to be a very amazing, honest, truthful conversation that is never had, but that needs to happen. It's also a conversation that sets me apart from any other real estate professional. I'm going to be talking today about feminine energy, feminine power when it comes to buying real estate. I'm going to be talking about feminine versus masculine, money dynamics. I'm going to be reading some comments from you ladies last week when I was talking about this. And um, it's going to be very triggering for some people. Some people are going to have a lot to say. I just want to preface this before you listen to the rest of the episode that I am a real estate agent. I am a real estate coach for women looking to buy real estate to learn how to do it. I also am a mentor for women real estate agents. So I gear my business towards women pretty much primarily in the real estate industry. And I talk a lot about using your feminine energy and your feminine power in doing so, okay? Because we don't have to conform ourselves to, you know, a man's whatever you think if this is a man's world or you don't have to conform. You can be authentic to yourself. You can use the powers that we have as feminine beings, our strength to do these things. But this is a little different topic because I'm going to be talking a lot about being in a relationship and money dynamics, masculine energy versus feminine energy. I want to preface this by saying I'm not a psychologist. I'm not a trauma healer. I'm not a feminine femininity coach. These are going to be just my opinions. And I have done a lot of femininity work and a lot of trauma work, a lot of healing to be able to have an opinion on this and teach women how to buy real estate in their feminine and harness their feminine energy. Also, if you're triggered or if you have a comment or if you want to start a conversation, I would absolutely love to because this is This is what sets me apart. This is what makes me unique from anybody. I teach women and I teach women how to be themselves and use their feminine energy. No one else does in real estate. I do these kinds of podcast episodes once every few months. I already have two like this. One at the very beginning, buying real estate as a single woman and one like I think in November, buying real estate as a woman. So, you know, this is absolutely what I'm passionate about. Um, But yeah, so let me give you a little bit of a quick life update before we get into the, the episode today. I just got back yesterday from Mexico. It was a much needed little, little vacation. I don't know about you, but every time I feel like I'm stuck in a rut, say the same thing too often, live living my life the same way every single day, schedule, and I'm not feeling super inspired or super motivated, the only answer is to go on a vacation. This was literally like a four-day trip. Nothing major, nothing huge, but the change of scenery, change of weather, change of environment, change of what you do every day, change of food, change of energy, change, you know, just yes, such a vibe. So we were in an area close to Cabo, San Jose del Cabo, and 
it was great. And while I was on there, I was asking a lot of questions on my Instagram about this topic and I got a lot of answers and I felt super inspired. So we're going to dive in to this topic. So just to let you know that ladies, I have courses and I have programs to teach you how to buy real estate so you know how to do it. Okay. Uh, just go to my website, go to shop courses. My courses are there. The evergreen course that you learn by yourself is always available. The group programs will only be open a couple, few times a year and it's opening in February. The group programs are the same as evergreen, but you get more videos. So evergreen is I think nine videos, recorded videos. And the group program is 11 recorded videos, a little bit more information plus the signature, what makes it signature is the group aspect. We have two live group coaching calls that we talk about all the stuff that you learned in the videos. We talk about the stuff that I'm going to talk about today, stuff that only women can talk about in a safe environment. Everyone's badass in there. Um, and then I have a mentoring program for women real estate agents. So all of that is on my website. So just know women, real estate, badasses, that's me. All right, let's get into it. Welcome to the Real Estate Queens podcast, ladies. I'm Marina Schifferman, your real estate fairy godmother. And in these episodes, we are going to talk everything, buying and owning real estate, confidence, money, so many juicy topics, and all the female empowerment vibes. Let's do it. So I want to start out by reminding you of a Sex in the City episode. At the beginning of the show, I think it was season two. I actually talk about this in the podcast, Buying Real Estate as a Single Woman, but I'm going to remind you of it. It's the episode where Miranda buys herself a condo. She buys herself a condo and she's sitting across from the lender and the lender is like, so you're getting the down payment from your father? And she's like, nope, just me. And he's like, oh, okay, so who's going to be signing for this with you, your father? And she's like, no, just me. And she gets really irritated because she's just, they're assuming that she needs someone else or she has someone else or she's not going to do it by herself. And then later that same day, she's having lunch with the ladies and she's explaining this to them. She's like, I have a great job. I have the money. I want to buy myself a place to live and I still get It's Just You. And then Charlotte, of course, in classic Charlotte style, says, men don't want a woman that's too self-sufficient. That's why I rent. Because if you own the power structures all off. And then Samantha's like, excuse me, did someone just order a Victorian straight up? And then Carrie goes, well, it's true. Buying a home means you don't need a man. And Miranda goes, I don't. And then she's like, if I were a man, you know, I'd be great. And Samantha's like, if you were a man, I'd date you. So this whole scene is, hits deep. It cuts deep because this is something that I am so passionate about. As most of you ladies know, I bought my first house when I was single as a single woman. I bought my first house because I had the money. I didn't want it leaving being sitting. I didn't want to leave it sitting in a bank. I wanted to invest and I wanted to upgrade my life. 
being in a relationship or how someone would view me buying a house did not even enter my mind. And then while I was living in that house, I eventually met met a man, got married. So I know a lot about buying a house as a single woman. And so that's what we're going to be talking about today, buying a house as a single woman and how you think that will look, why they don't. So I made some notes to kind of keep it more clear for me. So the first topic I want to talk about is buying a house as a single woman. If you, okay, so I also want to preface this. I know I did already, but these are my opinions. I am not telling you what to do. I'm not coaching you. These are my opinions. This is I want a conversation, okay? So in my opinion, if a woman is thinking like Charlotte, doesn't do something for herself because of what a man might think of her or a man might not want her, she's leaving herself kind of behind because the relation she just wants a relationship, is she's not thinking about herself. She's not putting herself first. She's not being true to what she wants and herself. Because if she was being true to herself, she wouldn't give a shit about what some guy would think of her. She knows that to be authentic and in your truth, you will attract the person that adores you, that you don't have to be fake around, that you don't have to pretend you're something that you're not. Like you don't have to pretend that you don't have money or you're not smart enough or you're not savvy enough or you don't want to, like you can buy a house. You don't want to pretend that you're some kind of damsel in distress to attract a man just because you want them to buy the house or whatever. You are going to be who you are, smart, independent, sophisticated, intelligent woman, and you're going to attract what you need to attract. That's just also, that's what I want to say first and foremost. So a lot of women don't buy houses when they're single because they simply just don't know how to do it. They don't know how to get started, but they want to buy a house. Um, but some women think, and I will actually share a comment that a woman posted that she commented to me this weekend I will share that. Some women think that by having a lot of money or buying a house for yourself, it's sending a message that you, one, you don't need a man, two, you don't want anyone to support you, and three, you do whatever you want. Fuck everybody. If you do believe those things are true, that that is sending a message to someone, then you have some kind of wounding or block in you, in your thinking. Because to the right partner, it's not going to be sending those messages. So let me read you the comment that I received. And I'm obviously, I'm going to leave all of the comments anonymous. No one's going to know who you ladies are. But but I have permission to share what they said. First comment I received that we're going to talk about is, it's complicated when I try to attract a provider in my life as I wish to be a nurturer and a stay-at-home mother eventually. Currently, I have a good job and I'm able to provide a lot of monetary value to a relationship. I just don't want him to get used to it. I want to rely on someone to provide me a place to live. I don't want to be the provider in the relationship. That is 
a comment that I got this weekend. Firstly, first things first, we as women, we get to set boundaries, set expectations for what kind of partnership and relationship we want. It, so like, if you have a lot of money, come from privilege, can provide for yourself, you are still allowed to want a man to provide for you. It's not that, oh, you're out of the running or disqualified because you have a lot of money. Oh, you bought yourself a place to live. You're disqualified from me wanting to provide for you because for what I've been studying and what I've been taught, men, their innate want and desire is to provide and protect and show, have security for their woman. That's their innate desire. And a woman's innate biological desire is to have that protection, is to receive. Men's is to provide, to give. Women's is to receive and to nurture. This is in our DNA. But just because you happen to have a lot of money and want to buy yourself a place to live or you buy yourself nice things or you go on vacation or whatever doesn't mean that you're disqualified for wanting a partner to do the same for you. So if you're feeling like it's the right time for you to level up your living situation or you want to invest in real estate or you want to buy yourself a place to live, you don't want to have your money in the bank, if you decide that you want to do this, then fucking do it. Then buy yourself real estate. Buy a place to live. And that does not disqualify you from wanting someone to protect and provide for you. And you have to think about what, what do you want in a provider? This lady specifically, she doesn't want to rely. She doesn't want the guy to become, uh, become reliant. She doesn't want to get used to him providing a lot. She doesn't want to get him used to her providing a lot of monetary stuff to the relationship. She wants him to provide the monetary stuff and buy them a house and stuff like that. And and tell me where that's wrong. Tell me where the rules say that you have to be poor for that to happen or a man won't do it just because you do do it. Tell me where that's happened. So that's, I believe that that is something within that woman. That's a block that she has within herself. Girl, being self you don't even have a relationship right now first of all it's like you're you're not doing something or you're having fears already you're setting them out to the universe this fear that you have that the man won't provide for you if you are able to provide that you want him to buy you a place to live and you don't want to buy a place to live and you have nobody yet you're setting these expectations up for for this future partner you're think you're Setting it up for that's already how he thinks about you. So who are you attracting? You're attracting somebody that's going to have an issue with this, that's going to think like this. You cannot set expectations and put this energy out into the universe because that's exactly what you're going to get back. That was a mic drop moment. Please feel that. 
Okay, what else do I have here in my notes? If you can provide for yourself and you are not in a relationship and waiting to buy until you are, we need to address that. We just talked about that. Yeah. A relationship is supposed to add value to your life. It's not supposed to fill a hole or a void or provide something that's missing. There's no requirement. If you want to do something, but you don't do it because you're afraid of what a future partner might think, don't put that out into the universe. You are, do you want to really attract someone that will have a problem with that? You want to attract somebody, obviously from this comment, you want to attract somebody that makes a good living, that wants to provide monetarily, wants to provide. So attract that. Put that out into the universe. Put what you want out there, not what you're afraid of and what you don't want. Be you. Because the relationship can come tomorrow, in a year, in two years, in five years. And you've spent all that time being afraid and not doing what you want to do because of what somebody else might think. And you don't even want to attract that kind of person in your life anyways. Mic drop moment. Okay. If you have something to add to that, please send me a comment on Instagram or comment in here on this podcast because I want to start conversations, ladies. This is what I do. Okay. Second, second comment I got. My husband and I have six kids and had had to rent for a little bit after his unforeseen job loss a few years ago. I bought a house in June in this crazy market all on my own, uh, parentheses, financially. It would not have been possible if we didn't have the same goals and didn't work together in all aspects of our lives, but I'm so proud of my accomplishments. Mm. This is actually kind of the opposite of the last comment. This lady This woman obviously has a partner. She says, if we didn't work together in every other aspect of our lives, this wouldn't have been possible. I don't really know what else to say, except that I'm so proud of her. That her husband was having a moment that he could not financially afford to buy them a house, but he is providing and protecting in other ways. And she could afford to buy a house, so she bought house for the family. Now, does this mean that she's sending a message to her husband that I don't need you, that I'm actually the alpha, that I don't want you to provide? No, nothing like that. It's probably not even in her mind. But she did something for the relationship because she saw the value in it and she could. Oh my gosh. I love this episode. I just, I wish like all you ladies were actually in front of me instead of me just looking at the walls of my office by myself. Oh my God. Okay. So those are the two comments. I've riffed a lot about them, but now I want to talk about the other, the other part of that. So I worked with a trauma healer femininity coach maybe a year ago. Her name is Monica Yates. Highly suggest you check her out on Instagram. She has a lot of different programs for women. I personally did her BABA program, Badass Bitches Academy, which is how to use your femininity to grow your business. And we talked about feminine feminine energy and all of that stuff. But she has Be a Lover, Not a Mother program. She has Queen Alchemy program. She has My Perfect Period program. So like, check her out, Monica Yates Health on Instagram. 
I asked her, I just said briefly, thoughts on women making more money but still want her man to provide for her. And this is her answer verbatim. He can provide another way other than money. And let's not ignore that financial stability creates safety because women biologically want to feel protected and provided for. It allows us to relax and thus be the best partner for our man. So something to consider that I expand a lot in my program, Be a Lover, Not a Mother, is figuring out what feeling protected and provided for looks and feels like for you. Because every person and every relationship is different. But just know that he doesn't have to make as much money as as you for you to feel like he provides and protects. And also get clear on that. Also, don't make the money a big deal. Don't make it like I make so much money. It's, It's awesome, but it's just money. It's just resources. Men can still totally provide. Don't block him from doing so because you make a lot of money. That's a fucking mic drop drop moment too. I feel like this was a really, 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 really fucking important conversation for us to be having, ladies. Well, it's one-sided right now, but it's conversation because I have all these comments Because it's very specific. Buying real estate as a single woman, buying real estate in a partnership, what you think the money dynamics should be, how you want the man to provide and protect for you, but also you want to buy real estate, you want to invest, you want to be in control, you want to be financially independent, but you also want to be in a relationship. So these are all conversations, ladies, that we must be having. And this is what conversations we can only have when we're together. That's why I have that group program. You don't just learn the the information. We have these kind of conversations. Two of them actually, two live group coaching calls. And they're juicy. It's spicy. This topic was really, really spicy. I think I've said all that I need to say on this. And I'm really, really, really excited for you ladies to listen to it. I want you, I actually want you, I'm asking you please to comment and to rate and to like and send me a comment on Instagram and let's keep this conversation going for the next podcast. Let's keep this conversation going if you are interested in learning, just learning how to buy real estate. Because learning how to buy real estate, buying real estate, doesn't mean you don't need a man or you're going to take charge. It just means that you're going to know what's happening by yourself or in your relationship. You're having a seat at the table. Because I'm not about or I'm not talking to the women that just want to give away all their power to their partner and let their partner blindly sign, do stuff for them, talk to the. I'm not about that. And, and you're not about that if you're here. You're about... Owning your feminine power, contributing your feminine energy to your partner, being a badass queen that you are, attracting the right kind of partner into your life and attracting the right things. So with that, I'm going to leave you until next week. Bye, ladies.